It's on us. Let's get it started. Let's go. Another one. Three. They say there's never two without three, my friend. All my life. <laughs> grinding all my life. Yes. Sacrifice. Hustle pay the price. Neighborhood nip. Mm -hmm. Got to roll the dice. That's why. All Rest my in life. peace. All my life. Let's go. Shout out to Slossin. Grinding all my life. Yes. It's only right. Never told you the story when I picked up Elijah from the bus. That's what he was bumping his headphones. I had a proud father moment right there. He was bumping this track? This is such a like a West Coast, you know? You just know you're in the West when you're riding with this. I'm ready to see walk on this. Big weekend. Yeah. Happy Easter, everybody. For real. You know what I mean? Gone too soon, man. Gone too soon. Yeah, man. Neighborhood nip. But we celebrate him now, you know? Shout out to all my people in LA. Y'all know who y'all. Shout Boog. Holding it down for the fam. Double L, Lauren London, definitely. Salute another one. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity me preparation? That's my line right there. Some real nigga reparations. Oh, I run up in your bank just for recreation. Dedication. He's got that poetic, real, like, shit hits the soul type bars, you know? Did I ever tell you that was one of the reasons why I wanted to start the show? Because of Nip. Yeah, man. Think about all the people that we lost before the age of 40. Where they would be if they would be at, at that age and beyond, you know what I mean? Yeah, for real. And that's the point, right? Like, you never know when it's when it's your time. Even if it's not supposed to, you know, be that moment. It happens. Yo, you got to do the most with it. You never know, man. Life is short. Straight up. It's that joint, though, too. Yeah, man. That whole album. Stupid. Definitely, definitely album of the year for me. But shout out to Cardi. I know she wanted that. Yeah, year, yeah. But that that was the album for me. That was a little politicking, but yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rest in peace, neighborhood Nipsey Hustle. Prayers for DMX on that note as well. Yo, DMX is uh, he's going through it right now. He's really going through it. So definitely prayers to DMX, one of the originators also back in our era. So love the DMX. Welcome to episode three, 40 Not Dead. I am Five Star. I am Sir J Mark. How you doing, my brother? Yo, I'm really excited about this episode, man. How you doing? Blessed and highly favored mm -hmm. in so many ways, my friend. So many ways. How was your weekend? You know what? For uh, for lockdown, shutdown, can't score a touchdown, whatever it is that they're calling it, you know what I mean? Um, I would say that uh, it was good just to spend time with you know, my, you know, with with wifey and and with my son, and um, you know, you just gotta be creative at this point and make the most of of our circumstances, you know. But it's all good, man. Could be worse. It's always a blessing. Yeah. Anything planned for the week? Um. I'm just ready to get into this episode. That's one. I see you um, excited right there. Make some more paper. That's two. All right. And um, 
I actually put the patio uh, furniture out. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, you know what I mean? When it's time, things are going to go down there and, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave that for whenever. There's nothing like spring and when you're right on the cuffs of summer coming through. Oh, yeah. And when you start breaking out the patio furniture and everything and you have that first weekend outside, ain't nothing like it. So that's definitely love. I appreciate that. Shout outs. As you can see, the hat is gone this week. Yeah, man. What is this? This is, uh, this is a new look you got going on. Oh, my, my, my friend, I would like to say this <laughs> post-pandemic look, but I had to. It's literally been close to a year. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't get a fade. So I definitely feel in my element right now. Yeah. Shouts out to my barber. Shouts out to all the barbers out there. Situations like that will make you appreciate things that are you're so accustomed to. So when it's taken away from you, like your weekly or bi-weekly fade, yeah. My friend, I've been itching. I've yeah. never, I've never wear hat so many times in my life. We definitely, you know, took for granted our barbers. Shout out to Trev. Uh, that's been my guy. Definitely. I, I, he's known shout me. Out to Trev. He's known me half my life. So um, he definitely you know, hooked me up on that one. So shout out to Trev. I know, I know they're going through it. And um, who else you want to shout out? Definitely all the delivery apps. Mm-hmm. There's a lot out there, especially Instacart. All the skip the dishes, Uber drivers. I've been. Overtime and you guys, so you know For what? Sure. Definitely love. Uh, there's a lot that's going on out there, and when you got the frontline workers that are definitely doing a thing, it's uh, not to be taken full for granted. So shout out and all, lots of love out there. And the actual grocery people in those stores, you know what I'm saying? Like they've had a regular job, you know, working that working full time, like nothing's happened. You know what I mean? You gotta adapt. And um, it's it's not easy. And uh, I've gotten to know some of them, so definitely a, a big salute to those people. And um, you know, I hope that they get uh, rewarded in in many different ways. You told me you got a story. Yo, so I want to give a shout out to um, it's called Your Highness. All right, now, um, I'm not too much of a, like a weed smoker anymore. Before, you know, I used to, you, you know, maybe I could be compared to Wiz Khalifa back in the day. You know wine and twine. Yeah, but um, I don't really smoke no more. Um, it just, maybe I become a lightweight. I don't know. But what we decided to do is we decided to um, get like edibles, but not like just like the candies. Ha- have you had an edible before? Definitely a no-no for me. I ain't got the system for it. No, it's dangerous nah, for you? No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> what, what happens to you when you, when you take it? My friend, I, I, I don't even know because I won't even chance it. Yeah, I won't even chance it. Not at all. So I took my first edible like a couple years ago. Um, I think it was like it was like a lollipop, like a like one of those like hard lollipop. Okay, light work, right? And I guess you're only supposed to just like lick a little bit and like you know like don't don't eat the whole thing. And I did because I'm just not gonna listen to anybody and be stubborn. And I was like laughing for hours. So that was my first experience. This time around, the reason why I shout out your highness is because they got something going on over there. All right. So what we did is we actually got like butter. And the balsamic vinegar. So like every like everyday essential foods. Well, you were catering an event? No, 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 no. It's just a regular Tuesday, bro. Come on. No, no. So we so we were cooking with this stuff. Light Tuesday. Yeah, it's a light Tuesday. And I was high all day. Like like absolutely high all day. But it wasn't like high where like I, I couldn't function. Off a of lolly? No, no, no. Off of the off of I we had um what did I have? I had pasta and we made it with butter that had the, like that had oh, the tea. That's crazy. I heard of that. I yeah. heard you could fry your chicken with those types of You know of what I'm saying? And I was like, okay, so at first, the crazy part is, is that at first, you don't really feel it. It was you, a creeper. Yeah, your eyes get heavy. We took a nap. I woke up and I was more high than I was before I took the nap. So, like, it, it just it, it, it escalates. And how was the feeling? It was dope. 
It was dope. I was like yeah. that. I was the happiest person. No nausea, no nothing. No, nothing. And then I woke up the next day with like the best sleep that I've honestly had in like at least six months. Oh, whatever works, man. So, shout uh, out to your highness, I guess. Yeah, shout out to your highness. Um, Would I'll, you redo it again? Oh, for sure. Well, we, we have to. We have a full bottle of balsamic at home. Oh, so it's not a one and done. <laughs> no, no, no. We got a whole thing now, so we got to use it up. But definitely uh, portion a little bit better is, okay. what, is what I would say. Well, you definitely seem focused for today's episode. So yeah, I'm sure and I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it, it worked. It All worked. Right. So shout out to them. All right. And, um, yo, we're excited. Today we're going to have our first guest. All right, well, why don't you tell them who's coming? Who do we have on deck? So we have uh, Crystal All right. from Novocaine Beauty. And uh, I've gotten to know Crystal over the last couple of years. And I won't say too much, but uh, let's just say that um, I'll let her do all the, you know, all the, uh, all the flaunt, you know, flossing for herself. But um, she's, she's definitely got a, a story to tell. And Definitely. Big following on IG, mm-hmm. YouTube, doing a thing as well. So, listen, we in great company, Novocaine Beauty. Let's, t- let, let's have her tell her her story, pretty much. Let's do it. All right, let's go. All right, so without further ado, a long time coming, but we're really excited to have her on the show. Yes, yes. We got Crystal from Novocaine Beauty. Crystal, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, guys. Big I'm welcome, so big one. How's everything going? Everything's going good. I mean, it's over a year in quarantine now or this lockdown and, you know, it's still trying to stay afloat, but I mean, I would say things are good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, has a year felt like 10 years pretty much at this point? You know what? Like, I don't know if I'm the only person that feels this way, but uh, other than like obviously not being able to go out, I've been enjoying quarantine. Like, I feel like I've really been able to like recenter myself. So I don't want to say it feels like it was 10 years because then that kind of implies that I feel like I'm locked up or trapped, but I just... I'm content. Like, I think I needed this time, to be honest, in life. Um, I mean, yes, sometimes it gets boring, but I feel like it forces, it kind of forces you to find other ways to change yourself that doesn't really involve, um, you know, constantly being outside or constantly being social. So I think it's felt like a year. <laughs> no, that's good. And listen, I'm glad that you said that because, and we'll touch on it a little bit later. Um, we want to obviously get a little bit more in depth of, you know, what you've kind of done to be creative. And like you said, you know, find ways to maybe rediscover, you know, yourself and like, you know, do things that you wanted to do that you couldn't do before all those types of things we want to get into. But, um, the first thing I want to, you know, have you do is tell, tell the crowd, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Who is, who is Crystal? What is Novocaine Beauty? Sure. Um, well, uh, No Came Beauty is my beauty business. I specialize in eyelash extensions. I also absolutely love everything that has to do with beauty and makeup. So I also have a YouTube page that I launched right after quarantine kind of kicked off. Um, and I'm pretty much just kind of chasing, I don't want to say chasing the dream, but doing, finding time to do the things that make me happy and, and, that kind of involves, you know, eyelash extensions and talking about makeup all the time. So um, that's me. And I mean, outside of quarantine, I'm the girl who loves to travel. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a trip with Jeff before, one of the most epic trips ever. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah that's, that's who I am. Okay, dope. H? You have a large following. YouTube, IG. Today's climate is a little bit different with the pandemic and everything. You can't be out and about. 
So how's it doing business in today's climate? What's the change for you? Um, honestly, like I feel like because everyone was forced to kind of slow down, I finally got to really do things that I wanted to do because I I felt at one time like life was just going, it was going a little bit too fast, you Definitely. know? So um, I feel like this last year, I've really been able to concentrate on things to put my brand out there that stand, in terms of making it stand out um, outside of other brands mm -hmm. and that really involved getting my YouTube channel up and running. That's something that takes a lot of time to create, edit, post. I'm sure you guys know there's a lot of, I'm sure you guys agree with me. There's a lot that goes. Definitely that a lot type. of legwork for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't really know until you get started, but um, yeah. So I feel like I've really been able to, to do those things and, and segue my YouTube channel or connect it to my beauty business and teaching girls about lashing. Um, I recently launched my lash training. So um, obviously now with the lockdown, that's put on hold again, but um, I want to teach girls my way, all the tips and tricks that got me to where I am. Um, and I think that with the quarantine, it's either you're going to use this time and it's going to be the best time. I wouldn't say best time of your life, but make the best of it. Or you're going to look back when we are back to normal and wonder what you did with your time. So I'm just trying to really make sure that every day I'm doing something, whether it's researching or creating content to kind of continue to grow my following. Um, so hopefully, maybe after quarantine, I can get rid of that nine to five. <laughs> and you, you, you said it right on because that's exactly what I want to get uh, to get into next is um, your nine to five. So I don't know how much people that follow you know about your personal life and, you know, what you do outside of Novocaine Beauty, but you just said it. So you actually have a nine to five as well? Yeah, for sure. And I think, I honestly think people need to normalize that. Like there's nothing wrong with having one. There's nothing wrong with having one while you're trying to chase your dreams. I think being realistic and, and not trying to live beyond your means is the smartest thing ever because Obviously, if you have more money to put towards what you really want to do, you can get to that that step a lot faster. Um, so I've always kept a nine to five. Um, and what I, I I recently actually changed jobs. I don't want to say the company that I work for, but no, it's all good. <laughs> um, no plug, no plug. It's in the tech industry. We'll leave it there. Mm -hmm. And um, part of the reason was mainly because I needed to find something that or a job that would allow me to integrate the new life I'm trying to build with my my um, beauty business with my nine to five. My prior job, it was damn near impossible because of the how demanding the hours were. Mm -hmm. um, and I got lucky with this one where it kind of is allowing me to be more creative throughout the day and have a little bit more flexibility to post on Instagram, to create content, run errands, do business for my business during the day. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely have a nine to five and I, I think it's completely normal for people to have one and people should never be shy, especially if you're somebody who's an entrepreneur, never be shy of, of saying that it's, it's fine. If you don't mind me asking, how do you manage your time and hold yourself accountable as far as your day to day, nine to five and your entrepreneur side? Um, I think I'm, well, I, I'm not going to think I'm an extremely organized person. Okay. Um, okay. anyone who travels with me, no, I'm Any like tips? that OCD. Yo, for real. She had like, she had yeah, like she, five months in advance. <laughs> yeah. When, when we went to, uh, when we went to Mexico, she had the itinerary like down packed. Like we, we knew exactly what we were doing and it was, and that's what made what it so dope. Need to be asked? So you're the type you to wake up at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, and ready to go. 
<laughs> That's what's up. But you know what? But then the pre- people appreciate it because it's kind of like you know what you're doing every day. You're not kind of sitting around trying to figure things out. So okay. that's pretty much how I am in my personal life um, and with my uh, nine to five, just organizing my time. So if that means when I wake up in the morning, uh, I lay in bed for maybe 30 minutes and I'm kind of just on my phone and um, creating my task list, that's what I stick to. And as long as I get to that by the end of the day, um, I usually am trying to get in the habit of wrapping up my day around eight o'clock. You know, because I don't want, I, I got to a point where I was just working or or not managing my hours and I felt like I wasn't giving myself enough me time to disconnect from both businesses or both things that I do in terms of uh, uh, where I gain my income. So yeah, I think just being organized, that's the main thing. And if you create those tasks, there's a sense of gratification you get um, when you complete them knowing that, okay, today I did all that I could possibly do to push this forward or push that forward. So you you said like it's important for us to normalize that it's okay to have like the side hustle and also still do your nine to five and we touched on it last week where we were talking about how like there's no shame in having nine to five but if you're spending x amount of hours right in this nine to five why you know is it impossible for people to dedicate a little bit of extra time for their own business for their own hustle and so it sounds like obviously you being organized time management's a key element that helps you be successful thus far um not just the time management part but even just mentally how do you handle that part because you go from doing your 9 to 5 and and obviously um you know finishing your tasks for this company and in, in your role how does how do you like mentally focused to change and now start doing your business stuff? You know, um, I could totally understand where um, some people might feel like there's not enough time because yes, there are some jobs where literally between nine and five, you have not one minute to do your own type of work towards any type of, I guess, entrepreneur route that you're trying to take. Um, But I say, like, even if you were to dedicate the 30 minutes where you're taking the train home or an hour while you are maybe um, making dinner to just thinking of ideas, like it doesn't have to necessarily mean that you're sitting down and doing something tangible, Um, but just putting the energy out there, whether it's organizing it in your mind, jotting it down on a piece of paper, in your phone, all of those little things add up. But the one thing I don't want people to get in the habit of doing is just saying, oh, I don't have time. And then that's it. Like, I feel like five, if you even have five minutes in a day, five minutes in a day is, is better than just ultimately saying you don't have time because of your nine to five and not even trying. Because at one point, that's where I was at. I feel like between 2018, when I first started um, lashing to about early 2020, I would say that was my excuse. That was my mindset. I always felt like, okay, I'll give what I can give. But then I figured like, I wasn't like what I realized, actually, it wasn't moving anything forward at a pace that I felt like it should be at. And I had to analyze like, what am I not doing? That's, that's contributing to the business, not doing what I want it to do, or the things that I have in mind, not working out. And it's because that the energy I wasn't putting into it wasn't always positive. It wasn't always there. So I feel like honestly, quarantine was, it was like a light went off. I'm like, you know what, every day I'm just going to dedicate an hour to doing this, whether it's creating content on my phone with apps or creating captions. I have over a hundred captions saved in a notepad, just things that I could be driving and hear a lyric or not saying that I use my phone when I'm driving. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, just things like that, like all of that is just the energy you put out and that all of that adds up throughout the day. So um, just find those little two minute breaks, three minute breaks. Jeff, I know you have a little one at home. 
and it's super difficult, I'm sure I can imagine. Um, but any little time you have counts for sure. When did you get the inspiration and the motivation to boss up and start your own thing? The freedom of being at home. Like I was like, oh my God, no one is like bugging me. Like just, I'll do the work at my pace. I don't have to be like super on it because, you know, in the office, there's a, a stigma where people feel like they, oh, I can't look at my phone. And Definitely. it's almost a cliche to have a life outside of the job. There's a lot of, I, I used to think like that. I used to feel like, oh my God, when I'm here, like they own me. No company owns you. So it's like at the end of the day, if you need, if you have a nine to five and you need to post, go in the washroom, grab your phone, do what you need to do. Don't let these companies make you feel like you can't focus on yourself because ultimately when they're ready to make a move and shake, shake things up, you're just a number to them. So you kind of have to, I don't want to say give the same energy, but you kind of have to give them the same energy, like focus on your own, what's going to make you happy. It's a great segue into the next question I got for you. Being a woman, especially a sister in a corporate office, I know there's a lot of things that comes along with that. My wife is a beautiful sister as well, so I know that it comes a lot with the territory. So how is it in the corporate ladder right now? And if I'm not mistaken, I think from a previous conversation that we had, you were in the U.S. as well, right? Yeah. What um, would you so say is the corporate difference between Canada and the U.S. and how is it with everything that you have to deal with, especially in today's climate? Oh, gosh, there is like it's literally night and day. Um, I would say that there's similarities, um, but I definitely felt like when I worked in corporate offices in the U.S., um, I was living in New York for about six years. Um, I felt that stigma that everyone assumed of the black woman in the office. So I always remembering I always remembered feeling like, oh, my God, I have to overcompensate for this negative stereotype, like, you know, the black girl, the angry person, you know, <laughs> yeah, perhaps make lazy, you know, and you know what, that actually worked out in my favor, because I think that insecurity is what forced me to kind of really push myself in school, because I don't want to be like cocky by saying this, but I always wanted to be like, yeah, say something, <laughs> say something, <laughs> you know, I but it's that. mainly because but it's mainly because they give they they have this negative assumption of oh she's she's just an angry black girl or she's just a pretty girl and I always wanted to have that education behind me so I'm very thankful of those insecurities that were projected on me because I feel like it's helped me in my life but in comparison to coming back to Canada and being in the corporate I guess world here there's still those those stereotypes but I don't feel like it's as um, I feel like there's a lot more microaggressions. Like sometimes you might not pick up on it. Um, so if, if I had to pick, I definitely obviously would pick Canada because I think there's a lot more of an inclusive culture here. Um, don't get me wrong. It's not perfect, but in comparison to New York and, and the U S, uh, it's definitely a lot better. Actually, you know what? I remember I went to, um, I spent like three months in Miami and after the first week in, in Florida, I remember just literally feeling like, whoa, this is a completely different world. They feel like some, in terms of like the office life, it just feels like they're 50 years in the past in terms of how, um, I don't want to come out, come out and just say racist, but like how certain things operate and how you pick up on those things, um, in the South. So that's why I only lasted three months there, but yeah. 
and you, and you can say it like there's some racists over there straight up so we, we we've all yeah, we've all we, spent time over there and there's that's definitely... a lot it's yeah. a lot i mean it's it's crazy because it's, you would think it's just white and black and it's not that it's hispanics against haitians against just every everybody is just very segregated um it's, it was very bizarre and for me i never grew up around that i always grew up in places where it was very inclusive type of cultures. So that was a shock. And, and I thought, oh, yeah, Miami, living in Miami might sound good. But after three months, I was like, I'm going back to the north. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was the capitalist for you to say, OK, it's time to head back north? What made you decide no, to come that back? Feeling. Like I used to tell what I tell people still is Miami is great on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when you're ready to deal with like the nine to five crowd, the regular every day it's a different crowd it's just a different crowd and i just remember feeling uncomfortable a lot of the times um and, and at times a little unsafe and i think that probably has to do with the fact that yes i'm i didn't grow up in certain areas so i might be a little naive to just how dangerous certain parts of florida could be so i just felt like mentally i was too young to be there and and be safe by myself. How old were um, you around that time, that, if you don't mind me asking? That would have been how many years ago? I would have been like 21, 22. Uh, Miami's definitely young at 21. There's a lot of things that could happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just remember I was just kind of like, you know, I don't have any family anywhere remotely close, even statewide, statewide. The closest person would have been in New York. I just remember I wasn't comfortable being by myself. So I was kind of like, you know what? I really moved down here on like a hunch of like, I've been to Miami twice and I had so much fun. So why not just go there and perhaps go to school there or something like that? And it just never worked out. I just decided to go back to school in um, New York. What I like about what you said, um, just going back to, um, it almost kind of sounded like uh, you almost had like this chip on your shoulder, right? Because there's this mm -hmm. stigma of like, you know, being you know, a black woman being angry and just this, this stereotype that's created, um, of, of being a black woman. Um, this chip on your shoulder that it sounded like you kind of had, it's not a bad thing. And I want a lot of people who are listening to you and listening to us. Um, like it's, it's good to have something that fires you up. Right. And sometimes that's what is the difference between somebody who kind of just treads water with what they're doing or, really makes a difference and 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 kind of elevates where they're at and it's just having something that fuels them that says you know what this is my motivation and this is why I'm going to do it even better now even even harder yeah. I'm, I'm going to work for it even more and and I just want people to really know that um, it's not a bad thing to find something that really you know burns you inside and uh, and gives yeah. you that extra push to to go after it you know so I really like that you said that and, and that's honestly what it came down to I was like I'm going to be the first one you know um to prove everybody wrong. Like I almost want people to get, oh yeah, she's probably just a pretty girl that just gets whatever she wants. No, no, no. I work for everything, every single thing. And I set goals and I, I aggressively attack them. So I always like to always have that one up. Like, you know, I, I don't need you guys to know certain things about me, but you'll see I'm, I'm making certain moves and you're gonna wonder how I got there. So while people are playing, you know, checkers, I'm playing chess. That's pretty much what my mindset is at just have to play a different game that's what's up and i think especially as minorities that's really what it comes down to like these companies will try to make you feel like this is all you got or this is the best that you can get no not really <laughs> 
And I think that's one thing I learned in the last year. And I pretty much said, yeah, I'm going to have a nine to five to make sure that I can pay my bills and be a responsible adult. But ultimately, my number one is going to be me and what I want to do, because ultimately, I don't want to retire at any job at 65. You know, I have dreams to retire a lot earlier than that, um, especially from a nine to five. So if I put all my energy into that one company, yes, they're going to leave you there or keep you in that position until that, that point. But maybe I could put myself in a position to, you know, kind of shift, shift the scale. Yeah, totally agree. I want to circle back to Novocaine Beauty. Yeah. In your words, what is that? Do you mean like just my business or the name? Everything, everything. Like what's the brand all about? What are you looking to do? I know you got a large following behind you, so I know it's not on purpose. What's it all about? What's going on? Well, ultimately, um, in my dream world, I would be opening up a salon where I want to be super hands-on. I want to be there at least a couple times a week eventually um, and be able to kind of coach girls to get their business to where it needs to be. I definitely want to have people who work for me and people who I am enabling to work for themselves because ultimately, I just want to teach a lot of younger girls some like things that were never taught to me and instill... Um, that courage in them to bet on themselves. So that would be what I ideally want to do with the business um, and just expand my training academy to involve hundreds and eventually hopefully thousands, um, God willing, of girls who've come to me for my expertise on how to launch your business. Um, My YouTube channel, that's something that I honestly started off as like, it was going to be more of a hobby, but I've, I've really grown to like the process. And that's also tied into the same thing. I just want to teach people things that I know. Um, If I can eliminate some trial and error for some ladies who are interested in certain things that I'm doing, that's what I want to do with that. Um, Getting back to if we're ever able to travel again, Mm -hmm. I want to share my vacations with people. I absolutely love to travel. I love to plan awesome itineraries. So I want to share that with everyone because honestly people always ask me for my itineraries anyway so i figured you know what like this could be something that i could just show people you know um and not if by the way we 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 will travel again speaking about traveling i said we will travel again not if we will travel again (laughs) for sure didn't you have a question for crystal about traveling yeah so um you've you've traveled right what's There's a couple of things we want to touch. But yeah, what's one of your favorite places that you've traveled to? And once this thing is done, and it will be sooner or later, fingers crossed, um, what's what's one place you want to go to right away? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so like favorite place like ever? That no pressure. Yeah. Okay, well, today, and this is going to sound really cliche, but... I actually, my favorite one was was Mexico, Cancun. Nah, she's just saying that because she's a guest on the show and I was on no, the show. No, 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 no. Can I tell you why, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that, it would have been actually the neighbors of my country because I know you went no, to no, Morocco. I, I, I want to see what you, though. I'm done. I, I heard through the grapevine you went to Morocco <laughs> and I was kind of heated it wasn't Tunisia since we're right next door, but it's all good. So Mexico no, no, it is. No, <laughs> I promise. Let me tell you why. All so... Right. When I think about where I am right now, I miss my friends. And that was one of the one of the more, I guess, no, that was one of the trips where I had the most of my friends around and it was very memorable. And it was like good vibes the entire time we were there. I mean, like nothing crazy happened. <laughs> um, so just because I'm like at 
I'm not socializing. I miss being around people. That's where my mind ultimately went. Um, last year, right before quarantine, I actually did go to Morocco. And yes, that experience blew my mind completely. I, I think the first day I got there, I was like, I was a little bit culture shocked because I was like, just, you know, it's different. It's, it's just definitely different. <laughs> definitely. It's a different place. <laughs> For sure. um, so yeah, in terms of like, I guess, scenery, Morocco by far. But but honestly, I, I miss my friends and I miss being social. So Mexico is where my mind went ultimately first when when Jeff asked. Okay. Um, I appreciate you saying that because that was an amazing trip and we still talk about it as well. So I'm glad that you like, yeah, you enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, so you've, you've been doing Novocaine Beauty for, you said for, for three years, you've been doing the lashes, right? Yeah. So like during those three years, there's always this, I find in, in, in somebody's journey, this, let's call it a breaking point, like this, this great mm -hmm. momentum pusher. Mm -hmm. Um, when did you know you had something and how did you kind of capitalize in that moment? Because since doing the lashes, like you said, you've added on these other elements, right? The Academy, which I think is really cool. And I want you to touch a little bit on that because a lot of people who are starting their business or doing a business are so focused on themselves. So to even think of yeah. doing something that, like you said, enables other people, I think is dope. Um, so yeah, just when did you know that you had something going on and, and how did you kind of just in that moment capitalize on, on where you're at now? Um, I would say my breaking point would have probably been around maybe September or October last year. Um, there was just uh, a spike, like in terms of new clients out of nowhere. Um, and I think it was just, I was being consistent. I would say definitely from beginning of quarantine. So that was like around March to October, but I was just, you know, posting content daily, interacting with people. And then like overnight sometime in October, it was just clients just started rolling in um and i had more inquiries for for training sessions and everything just kind of blew up so it was really exciting time for me but also with that i was somewhat unprepared because i didn't have as much products for this influx of clients but obviously that's a great problem to have and i was able to navigate it um, accordingly but um I think a lot of times people think, okay, I'm going to post today and I'm going to be consistent. And then if after a week, they're not seeing a spike in likes or comments or, you know, follows, they kind of dwindle down or give up. And I feel like me just constantly putting in work every day for six months paid off. And then now I feel like I can take breaks if I want to, I can post every other day. So, um, making that decision to just be consistent and stay consistent definitely is where I would say I saw um, that breaking point. Any words of advice for anybody that wants to take a leap of faith? Yeah. Um, bet on yourself. Like ultimately you're the only person that could make yourself proud or let yourself down. So instead of just waiting, Oh, when my job gives me the next vacation day or the next holiday, instead of waiting for that, Decide today that you're going to wake up 30 minutes earlier um, and just do something for yourself, whether that means creating your content. If maybe your goal for the week is just work out more, make time to work out. Like you have to make those decisions for yourself. Only you can really manage your time. Nobody else is in charge of that. And a company manages eight hours of your day. Outside of that, there's still another 16 hours to figure out what you want to do. Yeah, and you only need a couple sure. hours of sleep, so absolutely, you know what I mean. Do, right? <laughs> do, do what you got to do. You can sleep when you know when you're when, when you're at the top. So, yeah, H for sure. 
I think we should, should introduce the new uh, segment that we have for our new guests. Yeah, so we don't want to just make it all business. And listen, I love it. have like, some fun. We were I, supposed I to have, have you inside the studio, day. have some wine yeah. and everything. So yeah, next time. We got to have it fun. Well, we'll have like a wine and cheese platter <laughs> or um, not wine and cheese. And we can go like straight for the hard stuff, whatever you want. But um, we want to do something where, first of all, we want to actually ask um, all of our viewers to help us with this input. So we don't even know what to call this thing. We I like I don't know what to call it. Rapid fire or the quickness or okay. like just we're just going to throw questions at you. And okay. um and just what whatever comes to, you know, whatever comes to mind first is is your real answer. So that's what we want you to give. And when we're done, we got another segment called Under the Bus. So we got ours, but if you have anybody that you want to throw under the bus, you're welcome to do so as a guest as well. All right, so okay. are you ready for these questions? So we're going to go back and forth and ask you these questions, all right? Okay. You start. Pressure. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's go. I got them written up. All right. I think that one's an easy one. Heels or sneakers? Heels. <laughs> okay. Um, Fenty or Mac? Fenty. Biggie or Pac? Biggie. I was born in Brooklyn. Like I, I know for real. Seriously, <laughs> uh, BK in a building. <laughs> yeah, it'd almost be a shame if you said Pac. So, uh, <laughs> tacos or pizza? Tacos. Dope. I don't eat pizza. Netflix and chill, or getting lit on a town. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah, for real. Forty not dead vibes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Henny or wine? Henny. There was a lot of Henny bottles on that trip, by the way. There was, uh, yeah. there was a lot of bottles, so <laughs> I figured that was the answer to that one. Now, here's the real test. Beachside or poolside? Beachside. That's a test? <laughs> You'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody that actually thought you were going to say poolside. I won't mention names, but they thought you were, I thought, they thought you were going to say uh, poolside. So, um, and okay. So, right now? Quarantine life? <laughs> I just want to be in the sun. Beachside all day. <laughs> okay, and the last one is um a hundred thousand dollars cash or an eight hundred plus credit score? House hundred thousand. Hundred thousand? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There's no wrong answer to that because there's if you know what question is, it depends where you're at in life, you know? So like Either way, you're good. Yeah. With, with that 800, you can leverage it into above 100, depending on what you want to and do. And if you it's have that 100 and you know what to do with it, then it's just, you know, it works out. So. But 100K tax free is hard to pass. So yes. I'll fill you on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, you did well. There's no wrong answers. And I like, uh, you know, tacos for sure. You're welcome to ask any questions to us if you want to make it fair. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like you guys covered so much. Anything that I would have thought of, you guys already spoken. But who would you have picked if it was Biggie or Pop? Yeah. Um, um, I man, it really depends on my mood of the week, to be honest. Oh God. <laughs> you know, but I w- honestly, I would actually probably say, uh, I would probably say Biggie. I have a politically correct answer when it comes to that. Mm. If you're talking about a persona, chemistry, the person, I would definitely say Tupac. But as far yeah, as lyrical content, music, mm. storytelling, Biggie. Mm. But as far as a person and as far as what he did in the world and everything that's yeah. left afterwards in a short time, 
definitely Pac for me. There's no other. And yeah, I'm, I can see that. That makes sense. I'm also watching the, uh, the the Biggie documentary on Netflix, and it's hard to like not pick Biggie when you're watching this thing because yeah. you're just so inspired by like this I guy's know. whole story. Dude, right? no, I like, just watched it too, actually, like a couple weeks it's ago. Dope, right? Yeah. Well, shout out to all my people in Brooklyn. Don't hold it against me, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you want to throw somebody under the bus? Yeah, usually I would have my jazz uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air team music where you hear somebody getting thrown out. But since we have a guest, we'll do it without the, without the theatrics. Mm -hmm. Very simple under the bus. I had a couple people actually that I wanted to throw under the bus this week, but this one just fell into my lap. Paul Pierce, a.k.a. The Truth, <laughs> a.k.a. What Were You Thinking? Do you know who Paul Pierce is? Okay, yeah. So that's the one where the, the strippers were on his live or something, right? There you go. And you're wearing okay. Celtic green too. So how fitting is it? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I was debating either between ESPN or Paul Pierce, but at his age, Paul Pierce got to be pushing above 40, right? So what did Paul Pierce did do? So let's let's share some some details of this story. Let's just say he had a very spicy poker game. Okay. <laughs> he broadcasted on IG. With extracurricular activities, he invited some lady friends, and uh, he got put it out there. And ESPN is actually owned by Disney, which bought ABC, et cetera. So it's not corporate. It's not politically correct. So on that note, for a lack of judgment, for being low-key faded on IG, for your <laughs> boss to see, Paul Pierce, you got to be thrown under the bus, my friend. All he was doing was asking Monica why she ain't here to make some money from what I saw in the video. But, but I don't know, like, people are telling me they think he did that on purpose. Like, he wanted to be fired. Yeah, maybe. Everybody has an angle, so I wouldn't put it past it. It's so random. Like, it's just, what happened? That just made, like, that's so out of his character, I guess. But He was so bloodshot, too, in this video. Like, because like, you see this guy so dapper on TV, and then he's so bloodshot, he didn't care. These girls are down, dancing, shaking their ass in the back. There's money flying all over the place. I yeah, know definitely LeBron. He was just having a good Easter. He was having a good Easter Saturday. Sure. Definitely good vibes. On that note, is there anybody that you would want to throw under the bus? Doesn't have to be serious. <laughs> if not, if it's too much, we could always wrap it up. <laughs> I don't have anyone to throw under the bus. I don't want to throw anybody in the bus. What if they throw me under the bus? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Um, no, I don't have anyone. But yeah, the Paul Pierce thing is is pretty funny. All right, All right cool. So yeah. before we do wrap up, um, really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I knew it would be great. And uh, you definitely uh, exceeded all that and more. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. Of course. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It was really fun um, talking to you guys and just interacting with human beings for once outside <laughs> of my home. Um, but for those who are interested, you can follow me on Instagram, Nova Came Beauty. You can also follow me on Facebook. I'm on YouTube, all the same um, handles. And of course, you can check out my website, www.nobacamebeauty. And that has all of my social media, all my pictures, how to reach me on there. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And drop me a comment. I love talking to you guys. That's what's up. Definitely looking to our next interview. This time we'll be in person. Hopefully with yes, your wine yes. of choice or Henny, since yes, you're a Henny. We can take some shots or drink some wine and all of that. <laughs> that's yeah. what's up. Good looking. All right, cool. So uh, that's uh, episode three. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, until next time, peace and love. Peace.